What a privilege to be among my brothers and sisters this morning. I feel, Nicole and I, we feel so blessed to be among the people of God. We just thank the Lord for a special person like Mike and his wife. So since I met, uh, we met together, I believe two years ago, we met in a, in, in a uh, 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 what do you call it, a counter? Equip, thank you, my brother. And equip in California, since we met, we attached together as brother. Our heart is knit together like David and Nathan. And then I find in this man, the Spirit of God tell me, this man is a father for many. And I believe that this church, you are a blessed people. So you have to rejoice by having this special man of God to be our spiritual father for you, brothers and sisters. And I, I know you, you've been here with, with Mike longer than I do, but the Spirit already testified. And let me know this is a father for many. And uh, not only he is a friend, he is a father for us as well in Haiti. So I already talked to him. So uh, this morning again, I want to let you know that I am here with my wife, Nicole, and Nicole and I, we was, uh, uh, first of all, my name is Marcel, <laughs> sorry about that, so you need to know, and as Mark already uh, introduced me, and then, uh, uh, sorry that if my English mixed up with a little Creole or French, so hopefully somebody speaks French real well. So, I have my French Bible with me, but I'm not going to preach in French. <laughs> when Mike and Haiti, he preach in English, so I interpret. But hopefully I will do good work, you know, so you will be blessed with the message. Anyway, my, uh, Nicole and I, and we got married in 77. And then uh, in 78, we, the Lord called us into the ministry. And that was really a great challenge or great experience for us. And then I remember, like this country you're living in, I feel that God has a great, great, uh, I mean, impact into this nation of Canada. You might question yourself and say, why Brother Marcel said that? I remember um, maybe 15 years ago, uh, I was invited to uh, come to Winnipeg to visit a brother. And then uh, when we start the ministry in Haiti, we don't have a crew about the Holy Spirit. I was born in a, a little Baptist church, and then uh, I love my Baptist brother, but in my background Baptist church, if you raise your hand and say hallelujah, there might be hand of you. So, <laughs> so I love them, but, you know, I tell you the way it is. It was. And then finally, when Nicole and I, we started that ministry, we were struggle and Haiti, you know, uh, 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 it, it, when we talk about the enemy, it's day and night. It's not a play game. 
It's a reality. Whether you serve the Lord or you serve the devil. So, finally, and we've been praying, we, we struggle and we share the gospel. People come to the Lord, but people come to church, but they don't have any appetite, you know. They don't have any, any reason to serve and to, to, to worship God. Uh, and uh, we don't know what to do. We just panic every day, face battle, I mean it, day and night, don't know what to do. And then uh, finally I, I pray and say, Lord, I know you are real. And I know that, Lord, if you are real, I pray that you make a way for me to meet you. The, the, the reason I tell, I tell you that the, the hand of God is upon this nation, after I made that prayer, I remember that brother who invited me to Winnipeg. I supposed to uh, fly out of Miami uh, to Minneapolis and then Winnipeg. But pretty soon, the schedule was changing, like the other day. <laughs> the schedule was changing. That's why I, w- I want to encourage you, any of you sitting here, sometime the, the thing doesn't go the way you, you plan it. Let God do it. You will never fail. So the same way for me, uh, when, that plane, when that plane changed the schedule, they, was going, they, uh, they told me that, well, the plane is going to fly from Miami to Toronto, which I, you know, first when I left Tampa the other day, I just went to Toronto. But at that time, maybe you might have an idea about uh, what was going on to Toronto many years ago, about the, the revival, you know, the vineyard, something like this. I, you know, maybe you might have some more idea. But anyway, I did not have a clue about the Holy Spirit. And then finally, and I was asking somebody, uh, do you have anybody that I can uh, spend a night in, uh, in Toronto? But I did not know why I was asking that. Uh, but I remember a long time ago, uh, my father-in-law had, had a friend uh, living in Toronto, and I asked him, can I have the connection? Well, he gave me the, 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 the phone number, and then I called the guy and tell him, my connection will be in Toronto, there will be a long layover, and how can I stay overnight with you? He said, that's fine, you come. Then when the connection, when the, when the, uh, I mean, the plane landed on Toronto, the guy picked me up and tell me, bloody myself. There is something going on in Toronto. Can you visit with me tonight? And I said, okay, my friend. And then uh, he took me to that, to that place. When he took me to that place, like I said, as a Baptist brother, I mean, <laughs> that moment, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, feel, I, I saw people, you know, laying, you know, in the ground, you know, short hallelujah, the fire of God and people just, you know, speak another tongue, you name it, everything. When God somewhere, everything can happen. So finally, and I just closed my, my hand like this, you know, I said, well, maybe this is not for me. <laughs> so finally, after the service over, 
and I saw many people go forward, ask for prayer, I never. But I did not know nothing. But finally, after the service over, I had to take the plane the next day, went to Winnipeg, and the brother picked me at the airport. He said to me, well, brother Marcel, what, you have experience. And did you go to that uh, Toronto service? And I said, yes, I visited them. And he said to me, what did you see? And I said, I saw many things, but I cannot tell nothing. <laughs> he told me, what, what is coming to your mind? Can you tell me something that you keep? And I say, well, tonight I'm going to pray. Whatever the Lord told me, I will tell you. See, brothers and sisters, sometimes when God is doing something, it's really deep, uh, uh, past our understanding. Bring it to the Lord. If you don't have the solution, Holy Spirit have the solution. And then I remember the same night when I go to bed and I say, Lord, if that thing I saw happen in Toronto, if it is real, let me know and let me have it. Brothers and sisters, everybody go to bed and I went to my room and then after I pray, then I turn off the light. And pretty soon, I wasn't sleeping. Pretty soon, I saw that the room was light up with a big light, but no, no light bulb. And then pretty soon, I heard a voice call me twice by, name, by my name. Marcel, Marcel, Marcel. And I said, here I am, Lord. Who created you? I said, that's you, Lord. At the same time, I did not have any control of myself. I started to speak another tongue, and, and I saw angel in the room start to worship God. It's incredible. That changed my life totally. I believe by being here today, I just want to explain to you by being here today, it's not an accident. It is a plan of God. And then when I met uh, my friend Mark, and I can see this guy is a man of God. The Holy Spirit is using him, not only for you people here, it's for all over the world. So we thank God and thank you for welcome Nicole and I this morning. And then to make the story short, when I come back to Haiti, I did not even tell my wife what was happening to me. Because uh, before I used to preach, there is no sort of thing. But now I don't know, even know how to approach my wife and how to approach the congregation. And God has to, God is so, you know, know how to put things together. God has to send another brother who filled with the power of God. Come to the church in Haiti. And this brother start to speak, teach about the Holy Spirit. And this is how I start learning about the Holy Spirit. And whole congregation will fill with the power of God. So we thank God today. We are serving the same Lord, the same God you serve today. I've been blessed. And the worship this morning. And then... Uh, Again, we inherit since then, the church increased. We have about 
2,000 people in the church in Haiti. And then we have more than 40 other churches around the country. We have one church in Dominican Republic. And we just started a little congregation right down in, in uh, Tampa, where my family took over. So we, every time Nicole and I, we're we there, we've been a blessing to help them. So in Haiti right now, we have, uh, in the school, as we start the ministry in Haiti, we have uh, a school, we take care of the young kids, because myself, I was an orphan. Somebody had to, I had to grow up in, in the house of a Baptist pastor. This is where I talk to you about the Baptist. So he was really have a good heart. You know, sometimes people can have a good heart and do good work, but uh, there's still something still missing. So grow up in this situation, I know what is meant. Uh, growing up without a, a parent, and then uh, Nicole and I, when we start the ministry, we start to helping kids. So right now we have about six. 100 kids in the school in Haiti. We're taking care. Once in a while, um, when the time is tough, like after the earthquake, we have so many kids that come and drop, even the baby. So your system might be different here, but in Haiti it's not a problem. Somebody can drop the kids in the church, and then we take care of them. Yeah. Many of them already grow up right now, and then many of them are already married. So we just thank God, and we just want to share with you about what's going on in, in Haiti right now. There's a hungry for the gospel, and then we thank you very much for your prayers, and thank you very much for being a part of what God is doing in Haiti. So we will continue to connect together. By coming here and meet uh, Sister Leslie and her husband, they're a very good family. We feel so blessed. And Pastor Randy as well. So we feel so blessed. And every of you are a blessing. We thank you very much for welcoming us. So uh, we, I'm going to uh, ask my wife, my beautiful wife, Nicole, she's going to come and then share a testimony with you this morning. Let's welcome Nicole. This is a pleasure to be with you this morning. I am so blessed to be among my brothers and sisters to worship God together. We thank God for giving us the opportunity to make Mike, and through Mike we can meet you this morning. And I, as I come here, I can see you so beautiful <laughs> in the presence of God. 
And there will be one day we will be more beautiful when we with Christ together. At that time, there will be no English speaking, no Creole speaking. <laughs> We will speak one language. We were waiting for this day. What a wonderful day that will be. I want to bless the Lord that I still exist. I still alive today. In 2013, the enemy trying to kill me. I have what we call a tumor inside of me. And the doctor said that they will, I had to have the surgery to take that tumor out of me. But he said, even I have that surgery, that will not guarantee I will survive. As you know that uh, some of you know, in Haiti, we don't have uh, many doctors who will take care of people. So we just depend on God. And uh, I have to move to Dominican Republic next door. They have more doctors. So, and uh, I have one of my ne- ne- uh, niece living in the, uh, Dominican Republic. She's a doctor as well. She said, okay, you come and then I'll, I'll help you. They did everything that they can to do that surgery for me. But that wasn't the plan of God. God, he, has, he is sovereign. He has another way to, to make things happen in my life. And John chapter 10, uh, Jesus said, the, the, the thief come to steal, to kill. But I come to give life more abundantly. Uh, one of the advice I would like to give to you, my brothers and sisters, don't limit God. Whatever happened in our life, it doesn't matter what the, 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 the science said about your life, but don't limit your life. Let God have the last word. There is nothing impossible with our God. He is a healer, he is a doctor, he is everything. And when you go back home, maybe you may read in First Peter 1, 24. 
There he was uh, there was beating because of you to to give you healing. And, and Isaiah uh, f- uh, 53, verse 5, he said, with all his, uh, um, all the weapon they give to him, we heal. I keep those verses verse before that, but I keep reading it until the Lord build my faith and say, thank you, Lord, I'm here. And you know what? Jesus healed me without that surgery. When I, when I went to the doctor and they do all kinds of tests, they don't see any place where the tumor was. Jesus done it. Same thing Jesus done for me, he'll do it for you. Just trust him. It's good. It's good to go to the hospital. (laughs) But put your trust more in Dr. Jesus. I love you very much. God bless you. Can, can we sing that chorus? Then sing, my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sing, my soul, my Savior God, to thee. Agreda, Can we sing the verse? Oh Lord, my God. sing my soul and sing my soul my savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior God to thee Let's sing again. Then sing, my soul, my sin, your God.
Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We are in, in your presence this morning. And I pray that you come. Same thing you have done for Nicole. And I pray that many people this morning of your people, they need your presence. And I pray that as your servant is staying in this place, you move mightily with your power, with your fire. Holy Spirit, touch every person who come here this morning. Whatever they need, maybe. You are the provider. You will meet the need. Lord, I pray that every, every single people who come into this place will not come out the same way they're coming. We just believe it and we accept it because of your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God a good hand, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Well, the word that the Lord put in, in my Heart this morning to share with you. We're going to read in First Corinthians chapter two. We're going to read verse uh, nine and ten. So my dear friend Nathan is going to read for me. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? I don't know here, but in Haiti, if somebody write to you a letter, if that one sign under the letter, the letter don't mean nothing. They, ha- they write the letter, they give you a good word, but they have to sign the letter. This letter we just read right now is signing by our Father, God, God, Holy Spirit. And as the Word of God said, what God has planned I never seen before. The hear never heard before. I mean, this letter God sent to you this morning. The plan He has for your life, that your destiny God has for your life. For my life. The program. 
God has for your life and for my life here. Never heard it before. The I never seen that before. In other words, they don't have any clue about you and I. This world we're living in, this planet, they don't have any clue. Can you touch somebody and say, don't limit yourself? You can do that. Don't limit yourself. They might try to bring you a program, but you have to say, this is not me, because God has another plan for me. Let's take by example, you take a, a, a computer or an iPad or an iPhone. The people, the person who create those things, they have the program for them. But people who doesn't know too much about that machine, they might not know too much about what to do with them because they're not the one who created them. They might not value them if they don't know what an iPhone is, what an iPad is, what a computer is. Not value, they might not value them because they don't know. You cannot blame them. God wants want me to tell you this morning, you are value more than what you think. You are value more than what the world trying to tell you you are. You are more important. You are so big. That's why they cannot understand you. I love that song about the the glory of the Lord. Raise, shine. That's why many times God said to the, the prophet, tell my people, arise and shine because my glory is coming. When God talking about his glory, that means my program, the program I have for you, this church, the plan I have for you, I am coming, is going to shine. Is going to raise up. No one can stop you. Absolutely no one. No disease. No sickness. No plan of the enemy can stop you. But you have to know. You have somebody. Because the Lord already signed to this letter. This letter, he was writing for the Corinthian. But to this morning, is writing for this church. Ocean Church, right? Yes, that's you. This is you. This is me. This is you. Because God has a plan. It's so big. It doesn't have any limit. You're limitless. Can we say hallelujah? Because you're limitless. Don't limit yourself. As a people of God, God has a great plan and a great destiny, a great program. Every time, look up and look down. 
David said, I raise my eye up to the hill. Who will come? My help. My help will come from the Lord. He is the one who created the universe and the heaven. Can we clap our hand, our hand for Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are the computer of the Lord. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the Wi-Fi doesn't work in Canada. His Wi-Fi is work for you. Can you clap for him for that? Doesn't matter. A matter of fact, I was talking to my dear friend, and I asked him, does you warm your house in Canada? He said, yes. I thought every Canadian loves cold weather. But I just find out today I was Trump myself. Because where do you have that sense? That sense coming from the Lord. Can we say hallelujah? Because our God is a fire. Can we say fire? Holy Ghost fire. Yes. When Moses climbed out this mountain, and the first thing he saw in the bush, the burning bush, was the fire. The fire of God. And then when Elijah went to that, that mountain, and then the, the enemy tried to fight him, he built up the altar. What did he ask God? Oh Lord, bring fire. I believe to this morning, it doesn't matter what the enemy have to face, face, the Lord will send fire. Burn all the altar. Destroy the hotel of the enemy. But your hotel, you will be always more than conquering. The day of Pentecost, when the Lord sent the Holy Ghost, what does people see? Fire. Can we say that together? Fire. And then that's what God, your God is. That's why you don't, even you stay in the cold, but you don't like to sleep in the cold. You need to warm up that house. But do you know that? You are the house of the Lord. This is where God went to sleep. When he come to sleep, he doesn't want to sleep in the cold. He wants to sleep in the fire. Can we say fire? Fire. 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 And do you know another secret? The enemy doesn't like the fire. That's why God wants us to have the fire. Because when the enemy come, when they see the fire, when they feel the fire, they'll run. Not only you are the light, but you are the fire. You are the fire. Like Nicole said, we don't have too many doctors in Haiti. But, praise the Lord, after I met with the Lord, with the fire, and you know, the enemy run. And the Lord delivered a lot of our people. I just want you to know, don't misunderstand me, I like you know, you are my brothers and sisters. I like your system. I like to have many doctors. I like to have many hospitals. But when there is a place you might go on this planet, you might find, not find the doctor. But know one thing. Ask the Lord for the fire. When the fire comes, things will change. The situation will change. The sick will be healed. The captives will set free. With the fire... Remember, uh, Paul and Silas, they were in prisons. 
And then in the middle of the night, the fire come upon them. They start to glorify the Lord. And as they glorify, the chain fell. With that fire, there is no limit. With that fire, God can break the prison door. With that fire, there will be no limit in your mind. No limit in your mind. Don't limit in yourself. And in another verse, I would like to read again. Please, can you read the second verse? Randy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Blessed be God, our Father, Jesus Christ. When did he bless us? In Christ. But when? Before the foundation of this world. Can you tap this world with your feet? Tell, repeat after me. I was blessed before you was born. Tell him. Tell him that he, he has it to hear. I was blessed before you was born. That means you was here before this planet. Why you let this system and this planet limit you? God has a program for you. He is the one who makes the program. You are his laptop. Are you? Can you say that? I am your laptop, Lord. I am your iPhone. <laughs> he has a program, my brother. He has a program for you and I. Yeah. Many times the world, the world might tell me, Marcel, you come from a third world, third world country. And I say, thank you, Lord. I'm not serving a third world God. You own the universe. I will serve you, Lord. That's what the enemy trying to do. Put you down. Put you down. But you are the children of God. I am the child of God. So we have to know who we are. Who we are. Don't limit ourselves. Before the foundation of this world, God already blessed us. And is that one kind of blessing? No. All kind. Is that what the verse, the verse said? Can we read it again? Can we read it together? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing. Not only one. But I know you already know that. Sometimes they, they tell us we are a body. 
No, we're not a body. This is a vehicle. To come here, everybody drive a vehicle, right? But the vehicle is not you. Don't you think? Your car is not you. You drive the car to come here. You and I, we are spirit. That's what the Bible said, every spiritual blessing. Because if you're not blessed, spiritual, all mankind. That's why Adam was fell. He missed it. Because he cut off the blessing, spiritual blessing. When you detach from, from, from the God, that great power, you lost everything. It doesn't matter what you have in this planet. With your caught off with that uh, uh, spiritual, the Lord, our God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, when you caught off with the three person, you lost it. This looks like a car driving with, with no, no driver. A plane flying with no pilot. You don't know where to go. When we fly from Toronto the other day, we did not know. Nicole and I, we thought that we're going to be, we fly about one or two hours. And we, find, we find out that it's five hours when we're in the air. And the plane just shaking. And I said, Lord, I pray that you keep the pilot. <laughs> Who is our pilot? God. Holy Spirit. This is our pilot. When we don't know something, call upon the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said, He even knows the secret of our God, the Father. He knows all the secret. The thing that you and I, we did not know or cannot remember, but the Holy Spirit will take it from God the Father and bring it to us. There's no limit in our God. You know that the Lord is the one who created the angel. The angel. Even the devil. He created them. But you know, God value you and I more than the angel. Because there's something that there's a many things that God is doing through you. Not through the angel. And what's in Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter three, I think, verse sixteen, he said, Know he not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that big God who created the universe, created the heaven and earth, living in me and you? Sometimes you can look at you as you're small, but you're not that small. Sometimes you, you think that you, you're not, you don't have too much value. Yes, you have a lot of value. Not because of your body, because of the inside of you, the person who lives inside of you, the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the angel themselves, 
They came watching and said, what in the world God is doing with this person? How much more? God love him. Remember that. Lucifer, he was servant, he was serving God. But when he, when he sinned, God kicked him out. Did Adam sin? Sin? Did men, all kind of humanity, do we sin? Yes. But the Lord so loved us that he sinned. His only begotten son. That you and I, we can save. And be in the kingdom. He called us back again. That's what Jesus is doing. Open his arm and say, come to me. All heavy burden. Come. I will give you life. Eternal life. Today, this is our mission. Our mission we have to catch the fire. The disciple that was with Jesus, but Jesus said to them, don't leave Jerusalem. Don't leave the city until the promise come. What the promise? Holy Spirit. Can we say that? Holy Spirit. Can we say the Fire. Fire. They've been with Jesus. But Jesus said, no, don't go. Until you catch the fire. And I pray this morning. And I prophesy this morning. May God give you more fire. That you will fulfill your plan and your destiny before we leave this planet. We have to connect it back again. And continue to connect it. It's like the Wi-Fi, because when I come to my brother and my sister's house, the first thing we ask him, where's the Wi-Fi? <laughs> where's the Wi-Fi? The Wi-Fi is here this morning. But we ask to ask for him. We have to continue, connect it, so we can continue to see. Why we need the Wi-Fi? Because we want to see things in this planet, right? We want to see things what's happened somewhere in America, somewhere in, in, in Europe, somewhere in this planet. But now, God has a Wi-Fi who can connect you in the heavenly. Let, we, let go and read in uh, Daniel. Yes, please. Daniel 12. Going to read. Daniel 12, verse 4. Yeah. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Can we read verse 5 too, please? In verse 5. Then I, Daniel, looked and beheld. Behold, two others stood. One on this bank of the stream, and the one on the bank of the stream. Can you keep moving until I say? Okay. And someone said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream, how long shall it be till the end of those, to the end of these wonders? And 
And I heard the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream. He raised his right hand and his left hand toward heaven, and swore by him who lives forever that it will be for a time, times, and a half a time, and that when shattering of power of the holy people comes to an end, all these things would be finished. I heard, but I did not understand. Then I said, O Lord, what shall be the outcome of these things? He said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Thank you. God talked to Daniel. Can you understand? Daniel was a human being like you and I. God gave him a word. And the Lord said, you seal it, Daniel. It's not your time. It's not the time to give it away yet. The time is not coming. Seal it. And if you read this chapter, chapter, I don't want to read too long. If you read this chapter, follow this chapter, you find out where God said, if you follow me, if people follow him, do the work. Spread the gospel. You, there will be one day you will shine like a star. You will shine like a star. And then if you can imagine how big a star. According to what I heard, the star is bigger than this planet we're living in. Then you can, you can start to imagine how big you are. You will shine when Jesus comes. You will shine like the star. That means you're not limited. You are the star of God today. You are the one that the Holy Spirit say, you are the star. The star never hide himself. They're always shining. This is the mission. Your mission and my mission is to shine. It doesn't matter what the circumstances, what they matter, but we have to shine. The sun, God created him to give light. It doesn't matter if it is windy or what's happening. The sun has to bright. I always say that this light is not lighting to, to, to light himself, but this light he projects to give light so you and I, we can see. This is what we are, to shine for the world can see. The power of your living God. The power of my living God. But we don't have to limit ourselves. May the Lord bless you this morning. May the presence of God shine upon you. May you don't limit yourself, no matter what the circumstance is. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I love you. May God bless you.